In the meantime, though, we hear a lot, uh, don't we, about uh, the space industry and uh, the potential for it uh, in South Australia. And I've lost my notes. Hang on. <laughs> the potential for it here in South Australia. And, of course, we've got uh, the International Astronaut- Astronautical Congress coming up in Adelaide uh, in a couple of weeks' time, in, in less than a week's time. And in the studio, we've got uh, a couple of guests who are going to tell us about uh, the potential for South Australia in this area. Flavia Tata Nadani, who we've met before. Hello. Good to see you again. Hi. Thanks for having me. Lovely to see you. She's uh, the uh, the CEO of Fleet Space, Fleet Space Technology. Also, Matthew uh, Tetlow, who's the uh, Chief Executive of Innovar Technologies. Howdy. Good to see you. And um, uh, Michael Davis, uh, who's uh, with the Space Industry Association. And, Michael, you're also um, the man in charge of this big event. Uh, the chair of the local organising committee is uh, my uh, title, yes. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, things ready to go? Ready to press the button? Uh, w- yes, uh, less than one week. We uh, open 9am, uh, our opening ceremony next Monday morning at the uh, brand new plenary hall of the convention centre. Yeah, yeah, fantastic location. Now, this is the biggest space event uh, in the world, isn't it? Inter- the, uh, it's an it's, international event. Uh, the biggest international meeting uh, for space uh, each year in a different part of the world and uh, this year it's in Adelaide. Hmm. Now a lot of people I guess would be surprised that we're having this event in Adelaide because we're not really known for being active in this area although as uh, we discussed with Flavia a couple of weeks ago when we had her in there is actually uh, quite a big section of of the industry uh, performing here in South Australia but it flies under the radar pardon the pun. Well, that's right. Um, we've got a long tradition of space in South Australia, starting with the founding of Woomera 70 mm. years ago. Um, so we've got a strong tradition. We've got um, uh, a lot happening in the defence sector. Um, we have the Defence Science and Technology Group at Salisbury, and we have um, a whole range of um, new companies starting up, uh, doing very exciting things, including uh, things that uh, Flavia and Mac can tell you about. Mm. And um, as well as that, we've got some larger companies, we've got government agencies, and uh, so South Australia is definitely one of the main centres of uh, excellence for space in Australia. And that's why um, this is an ideal opportunity to actually put us on the world stage. Hosting this event actually puts us in the spotlight, doesn't it? That's right, yes, Mm. absolutely. Uh, And so will it be a case of simply us hosting it or will we be actually part of the presentation and, and, and educating the rest of the world? Um, well, there are over 3,000 papers being delivered and about 900 to 1,000 Australians uh, registering to attend the Congress and many of those will be presenting papers. So, yeah, about 20% of the Congress will be about Australia. Mm. And, of course, the big, uh, the, the high flyer coming uh, is a man who's been here before, uh, Elon Musk, um, Exciting. Uh, he's talking about, uh, you know, he's got a big plan, isn't he? Yes. His his ultimate dream is to uh, uh, have a private mission to Mars. And so each year he he attends the Congress and updates the delegates on those plans. And that's what will be happening next week. Do you think that'll ever happen? Um, yes, it will happen. Uh, how long it takes is a big question. Um, but it's interesting that um, we have more and more 
um, idea of private missions to Mars rather than publicly funded government mm. missions to Mars. But um, you know, the, so the big question is who will get there first? Mm. Um, and that's uh, where we can bring in you, Flavia. We, we talked to you a couple of weeks ago, didn't we, about uh, the private sector in this in this uh, th- this area? And you're a classic example of the success that you've had. Uh, you know, a single person. What's your company worth now? Uh, uh, I don't know. Yeah, but millions of dollars. Maybe. You're playing in a, in a million dollars. A, a single, uh, and what I said single person, I meant you actually founded a company that is now, you know, um, at the forefront in, in, in this state. Yeah, we were three co-founders, and, you know, the dream was really to show Australia that space can be done commercially, you know, uh, raising commercial money, using... Commercial satellites, we use nanosatellites, if you remember, so very mm. small satellites, yeah. as big as a shoebox, but a constellation of them. So, like, wrapping the entire space with 100 satellites, so small. And the idea of creating, you know, an industry that is commercial-based, with selling products on the market, you know, without asking the government for even if the South Australian government really helps and still helping heavily and um it's just open the market to different possibilities we call it space 2.0 so the next generation of space led by crazy entrepreneurs and uh, amazing <laughs> dreams uh. and that's what it is i mean when, when you go back to you know landing a man on the moon i mean it was a crazy idea wasn't it who thought of that but we did it absolutely and mm. there is so much still we can do leveraging you know private money and uh and big ambitions, you know, now is Earth. You know, for example, fleet is very much focused on solving pe- problem of people on Earth and industries and the next industrial revolution. But, you know, there are companies doing asteroid minings and all sorts of things on the moon. Because nowadays, if you can find a business uh, opportunity, you just grab it. Mm. And all this barrier to playing space are completely going down. Think about it. You know, a satellite as big as a sugar box, it just is, yeah, you know, just a mm. couple of million and it's up. It's yeah. not too bad. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is amazing, isn't it, uh, and Matthew? That's where we can come to you, your, your company, uh, Innovar Technologies. Um, uh, as we've established, South Australia does have uh, a flourishing industry, but if you collaborate more with uh, companies in the rest of Australia and overseas, it's only going to get bigger and bigger, and that's part of what this conference is about. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the the, the, the space industry globally is is huge, and it's it's uh, its growth is three times that of GDP, so it's, it's a very good um, growth model or something to bring into into uh, Australia, I guess. And Australia has a, a number of, or most of the skill sets required to, to make this industry into something huge and, and basically seriously contribute to, to our economy. So, um, yeah, we, we're really uh, glad to be part of it um, and sort of, you know, just trying to um, pull together. I guess the other thing about Australia is I think we're also trying to team up together with everybody rather than mm. having a whole lot of people trying to stand on each other and trying to push each other down. Mm. We've got this really collaborative group. Everyone's pulling together. They all have their little bit that they do um, and together we're kind of going to go, go, I guess, as a force going forward and, mm. and hopefully take over the world. You know? Tell us about your organisation. How did it start? Um, well, we actually started as defence contractors um, and then just sort of grew into sort of R&D developing satellite technologies. Um, we were also the ones that were uh, worked with the University of Adelaide to launch the recent satellite that uh, that they deployed earlier on this year. So we kind of, um, I guess, wanted to leverage off what we were doing in defence and grow a, a satellite manufacturing capability. And, and we've basically gone the next step further now, got to our second generation and trying to um, get uh, a, a business basically going around that and sort of delivering satellites for the international community. Mm. Um, Michael, coming back to you uh, as, as chair of uh, this, this um, uh, um, event that's going to be held next week, 
We've talked about South Australia already having the industry, but uh, Australia-wide, um, there's about 11,500 people actually work in the safe, this space industry, isn't there? That's right. It's, yeah. it's a small uh, industrial sector, but as Matt said, it's growing rapidly internationally. So the, the challenge for us is to, to get our fair share of the world market and to create interesting jobs for our young people who are interested in science, maths and all those difficult subjects to give them something to aim for and um, rewarding careers. And uh, Flavia and Matt are wonderful examples of mm. uh, entrepreneurs who are now creating opportunities for bright young engineers and scientists. Mm. Because the industry overall, I understand it, is worth about nearly $500 billion dollars. Here in uh, Australia, we're, we're, we're only about four, three, four billion, aren't we? That's right. Yes. So we're only tipping our tipping yeah. our finger. Uh, in the... We think we can double that within five years with the that appropriate uh, government support, and uh, we also have a, an aim um, as an association, as an industry association, of um, increasing that four fold over 20 years so that and we believe that that's uh, an that's ambitious but a, achievable target mm. Flavia you, you, you for, for, forever the uh, the optimist you'd agree I'm the optimist yeah I am Lisa oh no way yes even more than that Michael what are you talking about okay <laughs> I just see continuously collaboration fostering constantly and small startups and companies growing every week there is a new one okay with a great support, I think okay, Australia can position itself greatly, okay, to in this new space ecosystem. And you know, bringing the talent from abroad and collaborating with the biggest companies in the world. Now they're looking at us, you know, as this 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 ecosystem of flourish innovation, and you know, and uh, they're coming here next week, and they will see it. You know, mm. all these three thousand or more people, they will see what's happening in Australia. Australia is a very loved country abroad and now that innovation is is taking part of everyday life and also i think people start loving it you know like it just sparks kids imagination mm. again i'm gonna mm. go to space you know mm. oh my god i can buy a satellite myself and have a satellite in space for me just to check my backyard you know this is gonna <laughs> happen you know it's just uh, it's create awareness and i really hope that people were just looking into the next week and everyone the kids and adults they get excited and i hope they'll be part of it not just a space you know, just the old space nerds exercise. This is very fascinating. Yes, it's wider yeah, than that, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. We're talking about the International uh, Astronautical Congress that will be held in Adelaide uh, in a week's time. If you've got uh, any thoughts or any questions for the team, give us a call, 8223 Welcome back. It's 11 minutes away from uh, 2 o'clock. And uh, with us in the studio, some special guests. We're talking about the International Astronautical uh, Congress that's coming up uh, in Adelaide uh, in less than a week. We've got Dr Matthew Matthew Tetlow, the Chief Executive of Innovor uh, Technologies. Uh, Flavia Tatu-Nardini. I got it right that time, Flavia. Uh, Chief Executives of Flight, uh, Fleet uh, Space Technologies. And Michael Davis, the Chair of the Space Industry Association and the Chair of the, uh, the Local Organising Committee of uh, this wonderful congress that will be held here three and a half thousand people from all over the world all space nuts coming into town to uh, sit uh, around uh, the uh, tables at the adelaide convention center and see how the space industry is performing particularly as far as south australia is concerned one of the things that uh, we need to be really aware of don't we uh, team is um uh, the need for young people to be engaged in this. Uh, Michael, we, we've talked about the STEM uh, program that's in place, that's the science, technology, engineering and mathematics. Um, if we don't get the younger generation involved, 
your your you know visions of the future might actually not uh, come to fruition, might they? Yeah, um, but the, the the great thing about the space sector is that people love working in it, and um, it's uh, we need many engineers and scientists in order to keep our economy moving and growing and uh, but if we can offer some jobs to the brightest um, if we can give them uh, an exciting reason to aim for a career as an engineer or scientist Mm. they may or may not end up in this sector but it will help our economy so that's how we see the, one of the important reasons for having a national space program. Mm, absolutely, yeah, it makes so much sense. And uh, Flavia, you're a classic case, aren't you? Because you've got two littlies, but already they are so engaged in this area, um, largely, I guess, through your involvement. Mm-hmm. But um, is this a sign of what might be coming through in the new new generation? Absolutely. I mean, we got. I think we got 700 kids coming to the congress next mm-hmm. week from schools. We have been in the past involved in STEM program in space space you love space don't you i mean i don't know anyone that was young and wasn't dreaming about space you know my two-year-old birthday was yesterday she got a space rocket as a present <laughs> like i didn't have a space rocket as a present when i was two yeah. so there's a big shift of you know what we can we can dream of we can achieve it uh, we know in our company we we gave job to 15 people in the past and they're all coming from different industry and i'm very excited to work in space but um, you know and i think the state is investing quite a lot of effort you know to to help the schools you know to have mm. stem programs and uh, and follow up at universities matt has been involved at university of adelaide for a long time you know you want to see more female as well engaging in this i mean just me, just me talking, but I think it's important. It's not mm. just for nerds. It's just it's for everyone mm. because now it's got different application and different knowledge, and uh, we need these people. We do need them. Okay, we need also to all the Australians that are gone. You know, South Australia working. I don't know where they want to come back. You know, they want to come back. So we need to create an industry for that. And. Um, I think we are, we are doing it, and it's very exciting. Hmm? That's a really good point, too, about, uh, you know, we hear about the brain drain, inverted commas, and the young people leaving and so forth. It's not necessarily anything, this is my view, not necessarily anything wrong with that. We need to get out, explore the world, explore mm-hmm. the rest of the country, everyone. but Absolutely. we have to have the innovation to bring them back once exactly. they've been out and exploring, and this this is a way to do it, isn't it? That's right. Yeah. Um, there's uh, we, we signed an agreement uh, with uh, Canberra, um, a couple of weeks ago, the Premier was uh, was in Canberra. Um, uh, what's that all about? Um, well, the, the ACT, the Australian Capital Territory and the South Australian governments, um, are, are both um, pushing the Commonwealth Government in relation to a national space policy. And the reason that these two gov- um, state governments have decided to get on board is that they can see the economic potential, Mm. uh, the jobs. Um, The Commonwealth Government is the primary agency responsible for space in Australia and uh, it's responsible for our international obligations under the International Space Treaties and it's also uh, the main driver of industry uh, opportunities. And so um, it's a very interesting phenomenon just in the last year or so that two state governments have said, yes, we want this to happen in this country, but they both recognise that it's got to be the Commonwealth Government mm. that, make, that mm. will ultimately decide what our national policy is. Um, 
you might not be able to answer this, but is is the Commonwealth Government receptive to, to the overtures being made to them? Uh, yes, I, I believe the, the Commonwealth Government is, and, and we're hoping to learn more next week. Oh, at, at the conference? At the Congress. Oh, OK. So, OK, so that's interesting. You reckon there might be an announcement made? I, I can't say, but um, I, I'm very hopeful. I take that as a yes. <laughs> well, let's hope so, because it is something that, uh, you know, we need to pursue as a nation. Uh, but uh, And it's fantastic, again, isn't it, to be having this uh, this event here in, in, in South Australia. Um, Matthew, where where are you heading with, uh, with, with your side of the market? Um, well, we, as I said, we want to build satellite platforms mm. um, and we want to sell them to l- the local industry as well as internationally. And I think, you know, w- the capacity to grow in South Australia is, is, is right in front of us. We don't have to, you talk about the brain drain, that's all, that just proves that, you know, the people are getting skilled with the correct skills to go overseas and get jobs in the space. So that the people coming straight out of uni already have the fundamentals in place mm. to, to basically contribute to this technology growth. Um, and, 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 and so our ability to grow, uh, we have all the resources we need, both, you know, people in particular. That's, the space industry is mainly about people. Of course, we have the space if we want to ever get into launch systems, which I hope we do. Um, so we have all the building blocks here to basically build this into a significant industry. Um, and, uh, you know, I take on, as Flavia said, I'm very close to the Adelaide Uni and I've pulled in a, a lot of um, students that have been my students now work for me. And, you know, we have you know, the, if not the best team in the world, I think they're all all fundamental um, studies and you know, not necessarily got any experience in space, but it's all fundamental STEM that they studied. Mm. Mm. So that's really all that I think we need to encourage uh, the, the young kids as well to study STEM, as we discussed before, because it's not it's only special type of STEM. It's just normal STEM, the biologies, the, the physics, the astrophysics, whatever you want to study. Um, just normal study like that at university is basically what positions the state to, to capture this this growing market and basically make something bigger. But do you see we'll ever get to the point where we're actually launching our own rockets again? You know, we at Flavia last time you were here, we talked about uh, Woomera. Uh, will we get back to that stage, or is this about the technology being developed and we just, you know, send, send it off for someone else to launch? Well, I think, you know, the the the, the, the Space 2.0 that Flavia spoke about means that the satellites can be made much cheaper. Yeah. So that's kind of the first stepping stone, I guess, and this is why this industry is probably growing the fastest. But the next step is going to be launch. I mean, launch is a fundamental part of the capability. You can make the spacecraft, but then in order to deploy them, you need to have a launch system. Australia's in a prime position for launch. Um, there are a whole lot of launch services providers that would love to come and launch from here so I th- I'm very confident that we'll have launch and then there are also some startups in in, 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 in local startups in, in South Australia that are, are basically tr- get, trying to get off the, this off the ground and I think it won't be long before you know, someone like Southern Launch is, is launching down down in South Australia. That's really exciting isn't it that we could actually have that happening from, from here again. Fantastic. Uh, finally, uh, Michael, can I still roll up to this conference? Or uh... Uh, Yes, um, anyone can register. Uh, you have to register for the full five days, um, but the um, you can register at iac2017.org. iac2017.org. Yep. Okay. And uh, it runs over how long? Five days. Five days. Uh, Monday to Friday next week. So I can uh, log on to that website and have a look at what I want to see and just go to uh, specific uh, yes. sessions? Yes. Uh, the, all, all of the sessions are listed and there are 20 to 30 sessions in parallel. So you've got a choice of a 20, choice. 20 to 30 
every, fantastic. Every morning, yeah. every afternoon. Yeah. Well, listen, thanks for coming in. Really exciting stuff. Uh, you know, when, when we look at the big picture of where we could uh, head with this, it's just uh, fantastic. And as we kept on saying uh, for the last half hour, creating an industry that will bring our uh, brain drain, reverse that brain drain, and get, bring, bring our gangsters back uh, to South Australia. That's what it's all about. Absolutely. Thanks very much. Good to, good to meet you all. Thank you. And Thank all you. the best. And we'll, we'll see you uh, at the conference uh, next week. Yeah. Stay with us after the break. Uh, we'll uh, check in with what's going to happen with the weather for the next uh, couple of days.